All right, we want to welcome in Bill Williamson, Silver and Black Pride, part of the SB Nation Network, covering the Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, Bill, first of all, I got a, something I'm struggling with, and I was in Las Vegas in February, went by the stadium, beautiful stadium, but I'm still struggling with the words Las Vegas in front of Raiders. I still want to put Oakland there. How, how, from a fan perspective, how has that transition taken place? Well, you know, this is a, this is a, something that's been in the work for a few years, and the Raider fans have been used to this. I mean, the Raiders lead the league in moves. You know, of course, they moved from Oakland to Los Angeles in 1982. And they moved from Los Angeles to back Oakland in 95. So they're used to this. Um, you know, I, I think some, you know, Oakland Raider fans are pretty upset, but again, they're used to it, and the Raiders are a pretty big brand. They got fans throughout California, throughout the country, and I think a lot of people realize, you know, at the end of the day, this is going to be a good thing for the franchise because they get that great new stadium. They get a great new facility in the Las Vegas area, and and it's something they've been lacking in the Bay Area. They, you know, the stadium is, is really, you know, it's past due. It's outdated, the Open Coliseum, and, and their facility was as well. So this is going to help the team, and, and you know, it's going to be a moneymaker for the team, and when your team has more money, you're able to do better things for the club, and it makes you win easier. So the Raiders have five picks in the first three rounds of the NFL draft, and what our listeners are going to want to really know from you um, is where where do some of the Oklahoma football players fall in – as far as a desire to see them play for the team or even really a desire for the team to have them there. Now, three names that are uh, kind of synonymous with the Raiders at this point are linebacker Kenneth Murray, wide receiver CeeDee Lamb, and, and quarterback Jalen Hurts. Now, if you had to pick one of those guys, you could only get one. Who, who falls in the highest priority for you and, and also for the franchise in general? Yeah, well, the way I look at it is what – it's not what I would do, what I think the franchise would do, and, and – I, I think any one of those three guys could be a Raider at the end of the, that draft. Any one of them, maybe all three, sure. They went on a run on Clemson players last year, so they are not afraid to go after multiple players in one program. Um, if I had to bet what's more the most likely, I think it would be Lamb because he's, a, he's an option at number 12. Um, I think the odds – um, uh, of, of these three players ended up being the Raiders. I, I'd go in order of Lamb, Hurts, and Murray. Um, Murray being third because they picked two, uh, two linebackers in free agency um, who's going to start, but I can still see them drafting him. So, yeah, I can see any one of these three, but I would start with Lamb. I think a, a little hint was uh, Daniel Jeremiah, who's plugged in um, draft analyst from NFL Network. He he tweeted last week sometimes that there's two teams that stood out to him um, for Lamb as perfect fits. And one was the Raiders. I think the other was the Jets. I'm not sure. But the point is, he pinpointed the Raiders. And that's significant because General Jeremiah is very close with Mike Mayock, who's the Raiders general manager now. They work together. And Jeremiah kind of took his place at the NFL Network. They work together. but So they're very tight. And there were some clues last year in the Raiders draft. So the fact that he put out there that, you know, Lamb's a perfect fit for the Raiders, I think he's getting that, you know, from his – I don't know if Mike Mayock is telling him that directly, but I think he's getting that from just knowing who Mike Mayock is. 
Oklahoma has enjoyed seeing uh, the number one overall pick in the draft be a quarterback the last two years. Clearly that's not going to happen with Jalen Hurts this year. But people are saying that uh, based off of the combine in Oklahoma, one of the few universities to able to sneak in a pro day before, before the shutdown, Jalen Hurts seems to have elevated himself into the second round. The Raiders currently do not have a second-round pick, but you got three third-round picks. What, is, what are the chances that you see the Las Vegas moving into that second round by positioning some leverage with their extra picks? Yeah, I mean, it just, it just really depends on what they can do. I mean, they, the Raiders have five, they have five picks in the first 91, but no second-rounders, you said, two first-rounders. So, I mean, do they trade number 19 and get a second-rounder? Maybe. Um, it might be a case that if the Raiders keep those three third-rounders, round, third excuse me, 80, 81, and 91 on Friday night and Hurts is somehow there, I think they would take them. Um, I think they like him a lot. Um, I think a lot of teams like him. I don't think he's going to be there in the third round. I mean, quarterbacks go. We know this. And he's had a nice draft season he, he impressed a lot of people in the at the combine. So yeah, I think he could um, go in the second round. I, I, you know, I saw a, dra- a mock draft at him going to the Patriots at number twenty three. Um, you know, he might be a, a a Patriot guy. You know, a smart guy, a guy who's produced, a guy who's overcome adversity, a guy who's been at big programs, a guy that's worked with Nick Saban, who is obviously close with Belichick. So maybe that's a place for him at 23. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, could I see the Raiders take them in the third round? Certainly. Could I see him being available in the third round? That's a stretch. Bill Williamson is our guest right now on the Center Nation podcast, uh, Silver and Black Pride, uh, SB Nation network of um, NFL coverage. Bill, you, you let's go back to City Land for just a minute. Um, to, for Oklahoma fans and for us to be able to cover and watch his progression from his first season into his third season, just he is a different player all around, different body type, different the way he runs his routes. He's gotten stronger with his hands. We see this guy as someone who immediate contributor in, in whatever offense. Now, Gruden, um, Gruden has made his mark on the NFL as an offensive guy. Do you see Lamb being a guy who comes in and immediately pays dividends for the Raiders, or do you see him as a guy, if the Raiders selected him, would need a little bit of time to adjust and maybe take the role uh, role position before becoming a top target in year two or three? Well, it's an interesting question. The Raiders have a a need at number one. They don't have a number one receiver. So, um, And barring something weird, they're not going to get it in the veteran market. So, um, yeah, that – draft pick who they likely take at 12 will be will have an opportunity to go in the number one and you know i've said this they you know don't expect miracles in year one this is a very tough transition receiver you know from college to the nfl it takes time you really don't see receivers truly blossom in the second third year um it's not like a running back where you can come in and have instant success so yeah i mean if 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 Lamb comes in there and has 50, 60 catches, that's a heck of a that's a heck of a rookie year for anybody. Now in his third year, he may have a hundred catches, you know. So I mean, should we come in and expect him to come, you know, have 90 catches as a rookie? I mean, think I think that's difficult to ask him from any rookie. But if he can do it, wow, what a what a year! 
Well, I want to ask you uh, finally about Kenneth Murray. He's the guy that we have not talked about. Again, uh, when, you, when you look at his collegiate career, uh, he's not playing the position that he was recruited to play when he came to Oklahoma, changed his body, has a lot of speed, uh, extremely strong. Athletic is the way he's, um, he's described. Is he a player that intrigues you at all as a Raiders fan? Well, I'm a Raiders reporter, um, but yeah, I, I think he's a, uh, I think he is a great fit for the Raiders. I think he checks all the boxes that, um, you know, Mike Mayock. He doesn't make the final decisions, but he certainly does all, all you know, most of the draft legwork, and and he kind of recommends to, to Gruden. So, but, you know, when I say that, I think he's a perfect Mike Mayock draft profile. That doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be the pick um, because Gruden makes the pick. But, you know, he's a guy who's produced. He's, he's a leader. Um, he comes from a big program. He, he has a high ceiling. Those are the, you know, those are the type of guys that um, Mayock and Gruden pick last year. So I, I, in the Raiders, we're, we're hanging around him at, 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 the, uh, at the combine. So I, I do think that he's a, certainly a, a possibility at 19. But again, because they drafted two linebackers, excuse me, they freaked, they got two linebackers in free agency. There may be other needs, higher needs than linebacker at number nineteen. All right, Bill. Final question: um, the odds percentages that the Raiders call at least one name from the University of Oklahoma on opening night of the draft. Well, I mean, heck, you know, you gotta give me some good odds there because there's a lot of colleges, right? So I want good odds in any school but i would think that yeah keep an eye on it don't be surprised if one of those top three guys is wearing silver and black all right well tell uh, tell our listeners how they can find your content uh where they can listen to you and follow you on twitter yeah uh b williamson nfl uh silver and black pride i i, I work for uh, turf show times at sb nation do the ram side as well and uh, i appreciate you having me yeah bill thanks so much man take care buddy